Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We're so glad to have you this morning. So the other day, uh, we had a camper rental and Brandon and I and our family have a camper rental business. And so part of that business is delivering and pickup, but part of that pickup in that camper rental is disposal of the goods that the camper left in the black tank for you. So that's, man, y'all need to charge more for delivery. And I'm so telling you. There's well, not a fee you can charge. There's not a fee you can it. charge. A waste fee. Oh, there's no, a there's waste. A, there's yeah, a there fee, is a fee, but, but it's not high enough. Yeah, it, it would be, never be high enough. Out. So this particular camper, I get it. I pull over to the waste dump, hook everything up, open the pipes. Nothing comes out. I hear gurgling under the under the camper. Nothing comes out. I do all kinds of things to try to get this thing unstuck. I go in the camper, put stuff down the toilet, wash out the black tank, nothing, nothing, nothing. Take the hose off, put it back on, nothing. So had the valve open, this is my last ditch effort. I was going to leave the valve open, get in the truck, forward and backward to try to shake it loose, (laughs) okay? Nothing. I get back out, valve's still open, nothing's coming out. I take the hose off. Imagine an elephant with diarrhea. <laughs> oh, no. Everywhere. It, as soon as you took the hose off, it just started going everywhere. It went everywhere. <laughs> well, I wasn't, was the hose stopped up? <clears throat> okay, idiot me. <laughs> the hose had the cap in it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Then I had to drive home with poop all over my, myself. It that, was that wasn't somebody else's. Yeah, listen, I I've, I wanted to throw up because hey. it needed to come out, but it didn't. So hey, that's that's, rough. that's uncomfortable, guys. <laughs> yes, that's uncomfortable. One, uncomfortable. One thousand percent. Real quick, I got to say this. That reminds me of a time that I I went to uh, dump a load. We were uh, flipping a house, and we went to dump a load at the. Uh, I'm sorry, I went to dump a load. I had yes. my you know, you, you give them your little um, water bill, and you can go right. out there to the landfill. Dude, on this particular day, it was horrific. I mean, it was like, it was so bad. I was up there. I had this dump trailer, and I, I mean, I had my, my shirt over my um, over my face, and I, I was gagging the entire time. It's bad. Whenever I got home, I had to change clothes and shoes and I left my shoes outside because it was that horrible and had to take a shower. Mm. I mean, like, it was all over my skin. And at that point, you, it's, you had to shave yes. your nose hairs, too, to I, get it out, bro, didn't you? It was, <laughs> it was rough. That bad. It was rough. Anyway. I oh, Bubba, been there. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, we're going to transition to from poop to prayer. Who wants to open us up? <laughs> I got us. Father, we thank you so much for bringing us here safely this morning. We are just so grateful that you've given us the opportunity to glorify you, Lord, to do some uh, some kingdom work for you, Lord. We're just so honored that uh, we get to get together um, 
you know, in, in this country that allows us to do this on a week in a week out basis and speak the truth and your truth, Lord. And, uh, Lord, we just pray that our listeners get to hear it. Uh, we pray that our platform grows and that you would allow more people to get to hear about you, Lord. And, uh, Lord, I just pray today for our families. I pray for our country. I pray that you would, um, just forgive us where we are always falling short and falling on our faces. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, your discernment, your provision. We just thank you for how blessed we are, Lord. And we just ask that you'll be with us today, be with us throughout this weekend, and um, just bring us home safely. We love you so much and ask this in your name. Amen. 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 All right. Um, today is my day. And, I, you know, one of the things I was thinking about, um, during the intro was I hope that we I hope I wasn't here on the last go round. I hope this isn't a subject y'all covered. <laughs> um, I'm sure we can put a different spin. Yeah, if, yeah even if it is, maybe, maybe so. Uh, but it's it's leaving a legacy. We haven't and, covered uh, that one yet. Okay, technically. All right, I cool. I don't think we have. Um, you know, and what what it kind of reminds me of is uh, Shane gave the eulogies a while back mm-hmm. uh, in in a previous podcast, and it just made me think about. You know, we all, uh, as men, uh, we all have this legacy that we want to leave, and we want it to be one that has a ripple effect. And, uh, you know, I think it's instilled in all of us. Um, we, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for me, and I know it's a, I know it's a big deal for y'all, and I think really all of mankind. Um, kind of uh, makes me think about <clears throat> the, the greatness uh, podcast that – that we had, you know, um, a month or two ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. When it Authentic was. greatness. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, that was uh, episode five. If you want to go back and listen, yeah, sure. Just, just how we we strive for for authentic for for greatness. Absolutely, as, as absolutely. It's a, there's going to be definitely a past podcast that you know this kind of touches on, but at the same time, I like you said, I think there's a different spin on it here. So I want to start off just uh, Psalms one twelve one through three. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. You know, like I said, as men, we want to uh, leave a dent in this world. We all want to be remembered, and what is <clears throat> the best way um, for us to be remembered, and I automatically default to our our children, you know, our kids, um, and it it starts and ends with, um, you know, well, how are we raising our kids? Uh, what are we instilling in our in our children? <clears throat> and what kind of <clears throat> excuse me? And what kind of a legacy um, do we want to be remembered by? You know, I mean, do we want to, you know, is it when I automatically like self-examine and I and I look at myself, I'm automatically thinking, okay, my kids are going to know I was a hard worker. You know, uh, they're going to know that um, I was serious all the time. You know, they're gonna they're gonna know, not want to know. They're gonna know that. You know, I mean, they're gonna know. And I think about all these things, and then I'm like, well, dang, man, that's not that's not cool. You know, like I don't want to be remembered in that way and that way only. I want to, first and foremost, I want my kids to know my dad was a God-fearing man, 
my dad loved him some Jesus and my dad, you know, he served and, and loved others. Uh, my dad would take his shirt off his back for you. My dad would, you know, and I, I think about all these characteristics that I have seen in my own, in my own earthly father. Uh, and then I think about the characteristics of Jesus Christ and, and what he, uh, what he was like as a man on, on earth and, and the characteristics he had and the legacy that he left. Um, and, um, it, it just, it really forces me to really, to check myself and it makes me want to be, want to do a better job because, um, anybody who knows me knows that, um, anybody who knows me personally knows that I love the Lord. Anybody who knows me from afar, they just think, oh, that guy's a business guy and he works hard. You know, I, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. I ooze servanthood in Jesus and and love the Lord the way that I would like people from afar to also see. You know, so our our legacy at the end of the day is really it's all we have. You know, I mean, like, I mean, I know we have the Lord, we have our salvation, but our legacy. Um, you know. Um, a hundred years from now, you know, are people going to know who Sean Baker is? I mean, the chances are if our children and grandchildren, if we're not leaving and instilling that legacy in our kids, it, the chances are no. You know, I mean, so, I mean, what are we going to do and how are you guys, uh, you know, this is kind of my question to each of you, how do you guys want to be remembered how do you want to leave a legacy? How do you, what do you feel like is the best way to go about leaving that legacy? And, and, and what do you want it to be? You know, and, uh, you know, because, um, I, I think it's, I think it's different for everybody, but it's also the same. Um, if that makes sense. And, uh, just really wanted to get y'all's take on it. First of all, I thank you. It's natural to sell ourselves short mm-hmm. and be our worst critic. Um, you know, our own worst critic. Um, I, I believe that, that your kids can see that in you. And, um, and I believe that, that you are doing the work that you need to do in order to, uh, leave that legacy. But again, we're all our own worst critic and we're going to, uh, feel like we're falling short in that category, especially when it's as important of a category as what we're talking about now. Um, so right there with you, you know, it, it, uh, it makes me, when you were talking, it made me think about, um, a verse that we talked about in, in podcast. I have no, I have no idea how long ago, um, we spoke on this verse, but it's John fourteen twelve. It says, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Um, you know, and what sticks out to me there is Jesus walked this earth. He did amazing miracles. He did wonderful things. He literally laid the foundation for the way that we're supposed to lead. We're supposed to carry ourselves uh, day in and day out. And what what always sticks out to me when I read this verse is that whoever believes in him, you know, um, will do the works that he's been doing, but they will do even greater things than he did while he was on this earth. And, 
just the, to think that we can do something greater than Jesus did, and the Bible tells us that we can, is just always like hits me in the face. I'm like, really? You yeah, know, it I'm, seems so surreal. It does. It, it seems so surreal. And, um, you know, it makes me think that um, that we can leave an amazing legacy like you're talking about, Sean. It makes me think that we can we can just leave this generational blessing and legacy like we all aspire to do and that God desires us to do that and he has laid out the platform for us to be able to do it. So, um, you know, that's... That's what I think about, you know, as far as, um, like you said, Sean, we, we had, we have such a wonderful earthly father that absolutely all of, all of his foundational, you know, truths, everything that, that our dad, uh, tries to do is to reflect Jesus. He tries to mirror Jesus's example of what it means to be a father of what it means to be a servant of what it means like how cool is it mm-hmm. <laughs> how how cool is it that our dad strives and literally thinks in his mind what can I do today to more represent Jesus um I mean I, I just feel like man we had such an awesome example uh of what it means to be a father you know and and how you know just a perfect example of how we can leave that legacy to our kids and so uh, when you ask me about the things you know that I feel like we need to do in order to leave that legacy I say let's bring Randy Baker on the podcast uh, because I feel like that's exactly what he's doing in our lives in his grandchildren's lives in the Sunday school kids that he teaches every Sunday's lives, in the people that he runs into every single day of his life, um, they immediately know that this guy, like you don't have to get to know him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to get to know him to know that he would take the shirt off his back for you. You don't mm-hmm. have to get to know dad, dad to get to know to know that, he loves him some Jesus. Um, and and so I think ultimately isn't that the isn't that the goal, you know, as far as leaving a legacy. They know when you first speak to them. They know when they see your face that you have light in you. You know, and how do we go about that? You know, that's a whole other story, but I think it all uh, revolves around following Jesus and and trying to mirror Jesus's example of being a father. Um, you know, that's I feel like that's what the Bible teaches, and I believe that if we can do that, greater works than these even we will do. You know, so it sounds like when you're consistent, you'd start to develop a reputation, right? Good or bad. Your dad's been consistent his entire life in his his walk with Jesus. And so a lot of times, I'm sure, before people even meet him, they know about him. They know what he's about, and they know where he's coming from. And so it it develops those opportunities. God starts to work in those before he even meets somebody, and that legacy has already started. Sean, when you talk about legacy, I'm thinking, the question I'm thinking is, how do we make an impact on others for Christ 
long after we're gone. And my mind right there goes to practical and it goes to systems. Now, what what does systems have to do with leaving a legacy? Brandon and I talk about systems all the time. I like to talk about them. I'm pretty terrible at developing we're them. A, we're a work in progress. Let's yeah. just keep that in mind. <laughs> we all are. We but all when are. you think about systems, think about business systems for a minute. And when you develop a company, when you, when you finally get your systems to a point, it's always ever-changing, but when you finally get your systems to a point to where your business can run without you, then you actually have a business. Up until that point, you, you're an employee. You're an employee. You work for the business that you're trying to run or it runs you. I think of the same thing for our Christian walk and leaving a legacy. When we develop a system that leaches into our kids and that continues for generations, that system will be replicated and repeated for Jesus' glory. I like it. That's good stuff. So absolutely, it's funny that Sean mentions legacy. We had a client come in and spent the whole day with me uh, earlier this week, and we talked about legacy a lot. He's working on building some systems for a new business that he's very excited about. And when I hear the word legacy, I think about children also, Sean, because it is our greatest genuine connection to the Lord on earth and once we're gone because kids have the purest connection to Jesus that I've ever seen. Before they know who Jesus is directly, they recognize him, especially if they're in an environment that it's pretty common to be discussed or going to church and you know things like that, grandparents. But once they become believers, they keep it so simple. And when you go back to the Bible, and for anybody that's listening that doesn't have children yet, and I've been doing a lot of reading and a lot of great books from pastors and others, and I I think this is important to say. Do not believe the world when they say, wait to have kids, okay? If you are married and you've got that, you know, stable and under control. Kids are a blessing from the Lord. If you don't believe me, read the Bible. Okay, it talks about it everywhere. They are blessings from the Lord that he gives to us. And I think that's where our world has kind of drifted dramatically is like kids are considered a burden now. Now, do not get me wrong. We all have a lot of kids in here. They can be challenging sometimes, just like our parents would probably say we were when we were kids. But they are a direct connection to our legacy and how we love Jesus. So a lot of what I think about when I hear legacy is what does the Bible say about it? You know, you go all the way back to, um, you know, Abraham and the Lord telling him, you know, he would make, I can't remember the verse exactly, but, you know, pretty much generationally he would make his uh, people, you know, the people of God. All right, and then you go to the Israelites who are hard-headed, and they disappoint the Lord, and Jesus, they basically skips a generation. He lets that whole generation die off, and then it's the children that are next to carry on you know, God's word. So legacy to me is something that we all should always be striving for, 
And then the question is practically, like Shane just mentioned, the systems, how do you do that? Well, I think it's just like anything else immersion-wise, okay? So we had a conversation the other day. My little four-year-old, we have a pair of roller skates. Nobody roller skates in our house, okay? It's not like we go hang out at the skating rink. But he's had those things on pretty much 24-7 for the past month. I look up the other day, and he's skating across the living room. And I'm going, I'll be gum." And it is only because of immersion. Our bodies are wired that way. The more that we put ourselves in an environment, good or bad, the more it becomes who we are. So as parents, are we praising the Lord publicly in front of our kids? And I'm, I'm calling myself out here. Are we sitting down and having family dinner and saying, Jesus, thank you for the blessings that you provided and what was good about your day? And then to go even further, where I've been convicted lately, Am I exemplifying to my children what it looks like to praise the Lord and serve the Lord in my own house? And one thing that I've been convicted on is having prayer time pretty consistently and praise time. And if you ever think about it, how for me, it feels awkward to sit there and say we're going to praise the Lord, and it shouldn't because that's just the world standards of what we call normal. Right. So. I was just, um, <clears throat> when you were talking about developing systems, um, Shane, uh, in reference to just in business, you know, systems are where franchises are, are born, you yeah. know. And uh, I, I like that. I like that whole deal because we can develop those systems uh, general, like from a generational standpoint. Uh, we can have them in place. And we can teach our children, and then they can teach their children. I mean, so I really like the systems thing. I think that's cool, uh, and I think that that's something that you can implement, you know, uh, from a Christ-based foundation, and it's something that can be uh, generational. You know, I mean, it's something that can... Um, Another thing about systems is, and, and this is... By design, I'm assuming whoever decided that they were going to, you know, make the analogy of business and systems and, and kind of pull those two together is that systems, uh, system, I totally just lost my train of thought. I, I pulled I pulled a Shane right there. It, okay. it happens to me often. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to the club, sir. Well, you, can, you. you can have it in the form of uh Serving others, uh, keeping a journal. Um, I think know, about – go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Um, I think about a story Obi told me a couple months ago about y'all's dad, Sean and Obi's dad, about uh, waking up and writing a Bible study out for right. you guys right. before he went to work. That's right. Mm. So that you guys could read that in your own – like, he wrote these things for you at your age, right? Well, he wrote them for us. Um, he, I would say, I mean, even though Sean and Trudy weren't in the house anymore. Um, he, I remember coming home and reading them. Yeah, they, they were, it was a spiral notebook that was on our kitchen table all day, every day. That's where it stayed because that's where Dad got up at 5 a.m. and did his devotionals before he okay. went to work. And he would fill up a big, you know, one of the big ones, not like a small one, 
uh, every day of his devotional, and uh, he filled up several of the five-star. That's awesome. Um, and I hope he still has those, you know. That would be awesome to go over some of those at some point. Yeah, and, and that was his send-off, uh, you know, for us every day, you know, is to, to read that. Something that jumps out to me, I mean, we would be silly not to to continue to pay reverence to how fortunate we four are at this table to have fathers who... There's no doubt. I mean, like, I almost feel often like, Lord, I don't know why we were blessed enough. Why? I mean, there's no example other than, no reason other than Jesus just blessed us with awesome parents that exemplified this in different ways. Um, Our father... Heavenly or earthly father recently has, you know, been going through some some minor stuff, nothing bad, and he texted Shane and I and asked him asked us to pray for him. And let me tell you, when I got that text, it it took a little while, but it it dawned on me how powerful it is that the Lord gives me a earthly father that allows me to recognize the grace that. He provided me all those years when I was being a knucklehead and then to come full circle and feel confident enough in what he's poured into us now that he's seeing to ask us to be thinking about him and praying for him. And I was just like yeah. overcome with, uh, gratitude, right. you know, that, uh, cause that can't go full circle if the foundation isn't planted, you know, just like your dad leaving that journal every day. That's awesome. That's a provider who is going to work, but he's prioritizing in his actions. I'm going to get up and talk to Jesus every day, and my kids are going to see it. And to me, that's where children are the most impressionable is what they see. You know, words only go so far. I have a, I have a friend. Um, his dad has never told him that he loved him. And, uh, and, and hey, and they go, Hunting, they have a good relationship, yep. but he's never told him that he loves him. You know, um, in turn, he turns around and tells his children that he loves them every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yep. uh, which, which I think is awesome. But you're exactly right. I mean, we just don't realize um, what a blessing it is. I mean, because there's so many absent fathers out there. Um, I believe that's a huge part of what's wrong with the fabric of our society today is uh absent fathers earthly fathers yep and um so uh yeah we're we're pretty blessed with some good dads no doubt there's no doubt absolutely and and you're right it's a it's a huge problem uh the fact that we don't the earthly earthly fathers that men in our in our culture in our generation are not willing to step up and and be the men that we're called to be I think some practical thoughts there for anybody listening, you know, by no means are we experts on this because we've been very fortunate. If you don't have a father figure and you're a younger teenager or younger, you know, adult, you know, male or female, here's where I know there are people out there that love to be the conduit between you and Jesus. You've just got to find them. And it does probably take a little bit more. Like, I mean, our, our fathers and mothers are the conduit and the connection that we have to the Lord. 
that they they took that on and made it to where we could recognize the need for it. But there are those kind of men in the church, okay, or around the church or anywhere that can get you connected in that way if you don't have that. It's not going to come from somebody your age most likely first because you're in very similar walks of life. It's very true. Um, you know, it got me to think about something I read in a book the other day. And and um, the, like, like we've all mentioned several times, and I feel like it's super important to continue to uh, throw this out there that, you know, you, you, there, we, we're in a situation where, yeah, we had amazing earthly fathers. You know, we understand that that is a um, rare thing in this world, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm a firm believer in that God gives us all the ability to make decisions regardless of our circumstances. And, and I believe that somebody that didn't have that earthly father to guide, direct them, they do have the ability to make the decisions to seek the people that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. Brandon. And so, um, you know, choose to, if, if that's you, if that's you, choose to flip that script, choose to be that man that, was never told I love you, but you're going to be the one who never misses an opportunity to tell your children that you love them. I mean, that man you're talking about, Sean, he flipped the script on, on that. You know, he, he, he totally said, I didn't get this. I understand that. That's not the way that God wants us to be. And I'm about to flip this script and make it the way that God you know, intended for us to, to act. So I, I just think that what I'm hearing from all of you is that, and I'm speaking to myself more than anybody because I absolutely have to, um, have to, to lean on this and, and try to practice it. But intentionality, that's a, that's a big thing that we're talking about. That's kind of our word of the year thus far in our agency intentionality. How are you being intentional every day with your business how are you being intentional every day with your children? How are you being intentional in your family dynamic? Um, you know, what are you doing to leave a legacy from that standpoint? Because I think that that's where it starts is being intentional and thinking, what can I do in this moment? What can I do tomorrow? How can I lead my kids to think about this right now? You know, all, all those different things. But it starts with intentionality, and that's what I'm hearing from you guys. Absolutely. That wraps up today's podcast, unless anybody got a last point. No, just Good. consistently being intentional um, and, um, you know, with uh, for, for the Lord and through your children and working through your children. I think that's all um, fantastic ways to, uh, to, to leave a legacy, uh, keeping a journal. Uh, hey, starting a podcast. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's a, a a great way to to leave a legacy. If somebody wants to truly understand who and how you are, um, you know, uh, what better way than that? You know, I mean, um, I want them to know that I serve the Lord. You know, yeah. uh, and I want them to know that my children love Jesus. And um, 
So uh, I don't think there's too many better ways than that. And uh, So, yes, sir. Well, thanks for joining us today. The Bible verse of the day is Psalms 112, 1 through 3. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. Their children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. If you would, leave us a rating, review, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.